The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. I'm your host, Tom Moana. Welcome to another episode, another webisode, another broadcast, another podcast of the Sounds of Southland right here on Radio Southland's 96.4 FM on the show this week. I am going to relive the memories that were last week. Yes, I oh, maybe a little bit of the week before. I'm going to relive the moments of last week. Yes, we're going to play some uh, tracks from uh, some of the artists that played at a few of the events that I was at. Because, uh, well, I can. And I'm going to, because there was some really cool stuff that went on last week, and I can't wait to start sharing it all with you very soon. Uh, I'm also going to talk about some PA systems that I did some sound on, uh, some awkward and annoying parts about not having a split uh, or not having independent game control, uh, and I'm going to talk about, well, just the awesomeness that was the bands. Uh, there were some great moments, and I mean, there was this really cool part where I got to spend last Friday one-on-one teaching uh, an up-and-coming Soundy, and I can't wait to tell you all about him either, because the passion for sound was there, and it's such a special thing when you can pass on what you know to someone who's just getting started out, and they have that passion, they have the drive, they soak up all the information that you give them, and they remember it because they will use it in the future, and that was a pretty exciting, exciting time for me, Uh, because, I mean, I showed the kid a couple of tricks, and uh, well, next thing you know, the next day when I I got there, um, I'm hearing all these tricks. <laughs> I'm like, whoops, uh, maybe I shouldn't have told him that one. But I'll tell him about um, the subtlety of when you should use it and things like that. So more about that coming up just a little bit later on. But first, but first, my friends, let me tell you a little something. So next week on Saturday, I will appear in um, someone else's podcast. It is called Push Play to Start, and it airs on Saturday afternoons. You can go and find that podcast, uh, Push Play to Start, available from about 2 p.m. on Saturday. Now, Push Play to Start is all about gaming. It is Bailey's little pride and joy, and it's all about uh, uh, how she feels about gaming, different games, game music, game soundtracks, 
game this, game that, how much I play games, how much she plays games. Yep. Uh, so there was uh, there's a pretty cool show to check out this weekend. Uh, so I got to jump on that one and uh, talk about why I don't like games. Um, well, I do, but while well, I don't. Um, and this is due to, because, well, how awesome is it to go outside and feel the wind or the sun or feel, hear the birds or hear the ocean crashing just down from you? All those special things that, well, it's artificially made for all these sound things and all these games. Sometimes it's a real recording, but then we, we remake this stuff using Foley. Now, it's kind of cool when you hear it in a game and, you know, you realise, hey, that's probably made with a shopping bag going... <laughs> Back when we used to have plastic shopping bags. Um, or it could be the sound of rain that was done with chickpeas in a tube. So, you know, there's all these types of things. And for me, I'm I'm not much of a gamer. I absolutely love to be able to go outside, uh, especially when there's a festival involved. Yes. Uh, and just enjoy a bit of time uh, with the old uh, nature doing its thing, uh, especially when I could start to hear it. Uh, because as many of you most know, I'm a deaf soundie, was a deaf soundie, uh, and then I go to the hospital every three, four months, and they do some cuts, and they do some injections, and then I can hear good for another three months, and things like that. So um, getting the opportunity to go outside and live the moments uh, is pretty special, especially when you can do it at a festival, like the ones I'm going to talk about a little bit later on. But... Um, yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Had the best time uh, mixing a couple of bands. And one of those bands, it was like hearing them for the first time every time. And it was absolutely amazing to be able to do that. Uh, and we all know that I've got a good friend down here, Darcy Kerr. Um, and he was, hit, uh, he was opening for one of the festival days uh, at Burning Horse. Yes, yes, he was. Now, Darcy has been coming up to my place and we've been recording a few vocals every now and then um, just to get his tracks underway. Now, the problem with that is my house, uh, until recently, has been too noisy to do a lot of recordings, especially down here in Bluff. Now, this is because the weather isn't always the best and uh, my house... Uh, is missing some of the cladding. Uh, it's only got single glazed w wooden windows. Uh, it didn't have gutters for a while, so when it rained, it would uh, pour down some of the guttering that was there and just land right outside the room that I had to record it. So I had to pick my days. You know, we'd have to wait till it wasn't raining uh, and we'd have to wait until um, it was a kind of a calm day where there was no wind. Um, because my safites flap around in the wind, so you know it, it took a wee bit of a wee bit of time to get be able to get all of that sorted, where we could actually do some proper proper recording. Uh, and tell you what, friends, uh, my house is underway. It's getting repaired. It's getting uh, renovated. Yes, which means I will be able to do more recordings, and I'm looking forward to it. So that means quieter on the inside, a um, little bit more acoustic treatment, and we will be able to you know, start making music and bluff again. Now, this was a great idea until just the other day when my Octopre Mark II decided to go, uh, it's decided not to play. But that's okay, I can get it fixed. So that will be sent to Auckland uh, very soon uh, to get some repairs done to it and see what actually went wrong. Um, and my guess is it was moisture damage uh, because, well, my house hasn't been that dry. It's got no insulation and all the rest of that stuff. It is a very old house. 
So renovations to be able to do more recordings to be able to help our friends and our whānau create more music to share. And in saying all that, I'm now going to play a track. This one coming up is from Darcy Kerr. Now this was a, this is like a demo, a scratch track, a teaser, if you will, uh, while it is being all done up to its high heavens. And it's going to be great. Uh, really looking forward to hearing the, uh, the overall tracks when he's got them all done. Uh, this one is called Break Free. Now you might hear a few uh, dub delays and everything like that. Those were recorded, uh, even the, the delays and the effects were all recorded separately into the tracks and they were automated and things like that to be able to shift up and down, blah, 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 blah. Um, but it was a whole lot of fun to be able to do. Uh, and you might notice a, a couple of different microphones. So there were some recordings that we did with Darcy where I got that old rotary telephone. Yes, the telephone of the 30s, 40s and 50s. Uh, so I got one of those and uh, rewired it to be a, a vocal mic. So instead of talking into the piece that you talk into on a, a, an old school telephone, um, you would be talking into the piece you would listen from. So I turned the speaker itself, the carbon speaker, into a micro, uh, microphone and uh, run all the electronics through the actual rotary and the on-off switches. Very cool. So there are some tracks with that in there. Uh, and you know what? That was really cool because it means that I didn't have to sit there and uh, do a lot of EQing to make that type of sound. Um, it was all a natural sound from the, the kit itself, which was really cool and a lot of fun. Anyway, I've been talking for a wee bit. Here it is. Here's Darcy Kerr with Break Free right here on the Sounds of Southland, Radio Southland's 96.4 FM. You can feel it in your bones. You can feel it in your soul. Constant pulling, it won't let go. It's that feeling that you know. All too well, while it grips you, grips you tighter.
Southland, we're proud to play Kiwi music and we want to play even more Southland music. So, if you're a Southland musician and you've produced some of your own original music, I want to hear from you. If you've got a song you think we could play, then bring me a copy along with a brief description of yourself and why you think we should play it. Drop me an email to Darren, that's D-A-R-R-E-N at radiosouthland.org.nz and let's sort out a time to talk. Playing more of Southland and New Zealand on air, we are Radio Southland 
The sound of Southland Radio, Southland's 96.4 FM. I'm Tom Awana, and that was Lamplighter featuring Tom Awana. Uh, absolutely loved it when we got to do that that track, except for some reason I could never get the hook right because uh, there's this quick little melody change uh, in one of the, the choruses and I just couldn't quite get it. Every time. I was just like, okay, how about we just keep doing it over and over uh, until you get the one that you want and then we'll just put it in the right spot. So I ended up sitting there doing these little vocal runs um, until we got the right one. And uh, so in my ears, I had producer um, and musician Davey, Davey, and um, he was sitting there. or Goose, uh, and he was in my ears in another microphone note like this, and he said he was doing it, and I was just trying to match what he was doing until we got it, and we got it. It was a lot of fun and uh, fully recommend uh, having a go with it if you uh, want to get in there and have a go at recording and seeing what your songs are like. It is totally different uh, doing it in real life and um, having someone in your ears telling you how to do it, how it should be done, how... Uh, you know, all these little bits and pieces and just producing it to to be really, really good. Uh, and I absolutely enjoyed that uh, afternoon with Davey. Uh, it wasn't really an afternoon. It was more like 45 minutes, I guess. Um, one take for the main part and then uh, lots of takes just for a tiny little section. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Hey, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've got to do some pretty cool things. Um I told you last week about Lobo Fest and the Adam, Adamson's audio line array that we got to play on. Um, and it was absolutely awesome. It was a brand new $200,000 PA, first time out of the box. Now, that was supplied by Gravity, uh, and there was a lot of fun. And I think I did mention that the Black Seeds, well, I mean, Barnaby and friends, uh, were on straight after us. Now, I said I was going to relive the moments of last weekend, and I'm going to. Uh, And reliving those moments did include old Darcy Kerr there. Um, Now, there was some pretty cool stuff that happened, so we are going to talk about Burning Horse. Yes. Burning Horse is a three-day festival that is held up at Montana Flats. Now, it is not my normal festival, and I will tell you why very shortly, because there are some things that, in my opinion, um, make me feel a little bit uncomfortable about some festivals. But, you know what, it's still a lot of fun to be able to do that. But we'll talk about what makes me uncomfortable uh, later on in the show. Now, um, as I said earlier, we were there to do some uh, mixing for a couple of bands. Uh, And I absolutely love these bands, guys. And you know it. You know it, because I play them a lot. Um, And so, got there on Friday. So the boss man said, hey, go home early, get out of here, don't want to see you till next week. And we're like, okay, see ya! Uh, And yeah, gone. Uh, So got to finish work early, which was great because I was able to head up there and check out the venue, check out the PA and things like that. And so that's what I did. I was on my horse galloping up to Montana Flats uh, and got there before most of the band. (laughs) Most of the first band anyway. Uh, But then, to be fair, there is nine of them. So, um, well, ten including the Soundy, yes. Uh, So, you know... Two and ten there early isn't too bad at all. But yeah, got up there, uh, could hear the doof doofs going along, could hear the other doof doofs going along, because there were a couple of stages there. Uh, rocked up to the first stage, 
And that was more like the DJ Duffy Duff, uh, Bush Duff style uh, stuff. Um, So I quickly walked past that one uh, and went to the stage that I was going to be working at. Now this, as I was turning up, sounded pretty good. Uh, It's all custom-made speakers uh, and everything like that by Fidelity. Now Fidelity is a little group up in uh, Queenstown, Wanaka areas. (laughs) Now, tell you what, their rig for a custom-made rig, they made it themselves, is pretty epic. Now the other cool thing about that one is uh, I was talking to the guy that measured all the sonic sound, the, the the frequencies of what's happening on the dance floor. He's watching it to make sure we're not overloading any certain points. So, he was there, we ended up, we ended up starting talking and we got to talking about Capity Coast Then we started talking about Paikokariki. This is our hometown. <laughs> so it was quite cool having a chat to the to uh, Martin, his name is, uh, and he is very, very good at what he does. He does test out those sonic signatures of the dance floor, um, and it's pretty cool to see how he does it too. So it's using things like Smart and Rumi Q Wizard, but the Flash versions of those things uh, that are usually paid for. Uh, you need a big stonking PA to be able to... Uh, um, a laptop to be able to run some of these things as well. But it is pretty awesome. Now, I just have noticed that my rig at the moment is a bit sibilant and sounds like it's feeding back somewhere, Uh, but that's because I'm using monitors instead of headphones uh, because my ears are a little bit sensitive after such loud music. Now... Got there on the Friday. We had the, you know, went up and introduced myself to the sound guys because I remember them from the year before. And uh, they had a, a wee young fella there who was doing sound. Now, he's been doing sound for a couple of years, taught himself uh, quite a bit. And it was awesome. He was doing really well. Um, there was just a couple of little bits and pieces that I thought, hey, I can help out with this and uh, we can turn this into a teaching session so that uh, in the future his mixes will just you know, start to get phenomenal. Uh, so I thought, why not? Let's let's uh, let's do a, a teaching session. So I asked him, uh, "Would you be interested in some one-on-one tutoring?" And we'll, you know, we'll make these mixes even better. And he was really keen on that. Uh, and so was his boss, Steve. Kinda, Steve. Um, Thanks for letting us uh, play on your rig and uh, for letting me push it as much as I could. Now, Steve, uh, Steve did have, you know, he was one of the owners of the rig. He was there too. He was doing stage monitors. Uh, and like I said earlier, we're going to talk a little bit about um, not, you know, about sharing a gain structure and how difficult that can make things. Anyway, <coughs> cough, cough, splatter, splatter. We got set up. Um, the young fella was doing a mix. I'm like, cool, let's try doing this. Now, the kick was a little bit f- uh, flat, if you would. Um, and the snare was a bit boingy. It had this big, massive boing. Uh, and he didn't have any gels or anything to put on it. Um, so for me, I think one of the cool things is getting a really good drum sound. Once you've got your drum sound, your whole mix is going to change completely. Now, the drums are probably nine times out of the ten the most stereo instrument that you will have on stage um, because the bass is usually straight down the middle. Guitars, usually straight down the middle. They do have a left and right thing going on as well, um, but in general, it's pretty much straight down the middle. And then you've got your vocals. Sometimes you've got keys, sometimes you've got a violin. It's up to you where you put them. Anyway... 
So for me, it's getting a great drum sound, and a great drum sound is uh, one that you can feel, one that moves across the stage, the whole shebang. And so uh, we worked on that a little bit as well. So the first thing I did was check to see what was in and out of phase, uh, and the kicks were out of phase. The toms were out of phase with the overheads, and the snare was also out of phase. So a couple of button presses there, and we just uh, managed to get a lot more low end into the, the drums. Um, and it was the same with the bass as well because there was a microphone on the ca uh, on the cab and there was a DI. Now the DI and the bass, they were relatively close but they were still out of phase. Flip that uh, phase switch and that low end, that low end really does just open up a lot and it gets thicker and fuller, rounder and just party time all the way. Uh, so we went through those and just checked all those little bits and pieces, guitar left, guitar right, that type of thing. So um, things that can make these things go out of phase, in and out of phase, is the mic position itself. Uh, and sometimes, you know, the only way you can... Um, so picture it uh, as a piece of string going up, down, up, down, up, down. Uh, the second microphone goes down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up. Uh, and you can visually see that... Um, they are opposite each other. So you want to have them rolling roughly in the same direction. So that's just the one button, put it back into phase. Then I noticed that there was a lot of EQ that hadn't been done. There was a lot of gating still left that hadn't been done or still left to do uh, and some compression and things like that. So basically it was starting fresh. But by, you know, we did a few little tips and tricks and uh, it was a lot of fun. So uh, young Os Oscar, Oscar is his name, He's going to be a great engineer, just the love that he has for sound. Now, he is going to go up and study at Mainz uh, doing audio in Christchurch. So I'm like, Haha, let's give you a heads up on a lot of other people that will be there. So we started doing these things. We started talking about compression, how we can use it and things like that. Um, and you know what? He is a whiz around the desk. He knew that desk back to front. Now the desk was a Midas M32R. We talked about the M32 last week. Well, the R is the same version as that, except smaller. So what I mean by smaller is that um, the it's a 16 channel desk. The first eight channels are your inputs and uh, returns and things like that. The second eight channels are your mix buses and everything like that. Uh, so there's a lot of buttons to press to work your way around the desk. Anyway, uh, we got all that sorted and he had a lot of fun. Uh, we both had a lot of fun working out these mixes and getting it sounding pretty good. Uh, it was so good, in fact, that even the owner comes up and goes, man, whatever you've done, it sounds amazing. I'm like, you wait till we get to the next band. And so I'm going to play the next band now. <laughs> Here's a track from Rhythmonics. I don't know which one it's going to be yet. Let's have a look. Rhythmonics, Rhythmonics, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. So let's go with one of the tracks. Let's look for a shorter one. Here is 500 No Names by Rhythmonics, right here on the sounds of Southland Radio Southland's 96.4 FM.
change coming in the air. Holding my father with an ominous fear. All being clouding our judgment here. Protecting home and as he ain't there. Rip off merchants who believe in here. Now the times we miss and near. Stand together, our voices cheer. Releasing shed and tears. We know the change is here. can hear this imagine people could hear you at radio southland making radio is easy and we'd love to have you give it a try if you're part of a group that needs to tell people about what you're doing if you have philosophies or a point of view that you'd like to share or you've just always wanted to share your favorite songs talk to us and soon you could be talking to our listeners give me a call i'm darren ludlow station manager at radio southland we're in the white pages google facebook and online at radiosouthland.org.nz find your voice with radio southland
Southwind's 96.4 FM, I'm Tom Mawana. That was an interesting track from an interesting and really awesome bunch of young ones. Uh, they're called the Powder Shoots. Now, that's not like Shoots is Shoot a Gun or Shoots is, I don't know, like uh, tree shoots and stuff like that. This is shoots as in skiing, C H U T E S, and that song was called uh, "Moss to the Flame." Now that was really really cool. Those young fellas are from Wanaka, 
And uh, as I was saying earlier, uh, Oscar, that uh, has been doing sound for a couple of years, he was in that band but decided sound was more his thing. And so he's been doing sound with them for a couple of years. Absolutely awesome. Now I'm pretty sure they've won a couple of rock quests and stuff like that. But Powder Shoots, check them out. They're on all your social medias uh, and they are a lot of fun. Now they played on Saturday, Saturday, yeah, Saturday, um, before left or right, but I'm still stuck on Friday. So yeah, anyway, it was uh, my turn to mix. Old Oscar had finished up with all his bits and pieces, and while he was on stage uh, helping set up where the mic positions are, blah, 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 uh, for Rhythmonics, I was sitting there going, right, I'm just going to change a few more things. <laughs> so I did. Um, I did the New York-style compression, uh, the kick, tom, snare, uh, and bass into a parallel compressor, smash it, bleed it back in. Um, bit more panning on a bit, a few things, a uh, bit more frequency sculpting, and then, yeah, and then I ran out of time, and it was, boom, straight into it with Rhythmonix. Um Tricky though, very tricky sharing gain structure with side of stage for monitoring um, because I'd uh, be sitting there ready to do my thing uh, and they would change the gain structure up there depending on who the band was on stage. Now for me, if I was doing a gig like that with multi-bands, which I do quite a lot of, uh, I would have set one gain structure and used the compressor. Uh, yes, I would have put compression on the tracks, uh, so that way if there was uh, a quiet singer, well, they would have been, you know, brought up a little bit by the compressor um, and the makeup gain, and if they were, there was a loud singer straight after them, well, they would have been squashed to be about the same loudness. So that's the handy thing about some of these multi-band events, is you can just have one gain structure, smash it with com a compressor, uh, and that's going to make the quiet singers louder, louder sing singers quieter. Very simple to do, uh, and a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, Rhythmonics got up there and they started doing their thing, and it was awesome, and it was loud, and then the synth came in, and then you felt like throwing up, because there was so much low end from this homemade kit. <laughs> it was cool. Uh, so yeah, I um, pushed it uh, as much as I could, and then I'd look over at Martin and see if he was going to tell me off. And then he'd look away, and then I'd push it up a little bit more, and I'd look over at Martin, and I'm still not being told off. And then it wasn't until after uh, Rhythmonics had got off stage, he comes up and he goes, right. So uh, that was probably as loud as we can push that rig. Um, but what we'll do is we'll turn the amps up for you a little bit more and things like that and open it up. I'm like, cool, let's do that. And so we did. Uh, and it was a big, fat, full mix. Uh, so what I did with that is I took the scene from the show put it on a USB stick, took it home, uh, worked on it Saturday morning, just briefly, tidy it up just a little bit more, maybe do some uh, uh, EQing on the reverbs and delays and things like that, and tidy up a few other bits and pieces for left or right. Uh, so that's what I did, and then we did left or right. But you know what I found out as well? Um, so just before left or right was Julian Temple Band and Powder Shoots, uh, but Julian Temple Band, now you know me, I'm always looking for some way to connect uh, Southland music with all of you. Did you know that the uh, keyboard player, Logan, is a Southlander? And, well, the old bass player, CD, 
from left to right, uh, was also the bass player for um, Julian Temple Band. So now I'm I'm going to play you two tracks from Julian Temple. Um, what a cool voice he's got, though, and uh, uh, what I want you to listen for is the tone of his voice uh, and see if you can connect with it that way. Also, I want you to listen out for the acoustic guitar. Um just the way it's been played, the tones, the sound, the music, the whole thing like that. Uh, the reverbs on it, it is beautiful recorded. But the most magical part about um, Julian Temple Band um, is when they are live. That acoustic guitar sounds absolutely stunning. And in a well-mixed band, it is pretty awesome, uh, if I do say my so myself. Now, I never got to uh, mix them that night, got there a little bit too late. Um, but what, well, we Oscar was doing a pretty cool job. Now, I did uh, mention that there was something that I should probably tell him, uh, that a little goes a long way, and that is with dub delays. So... Uh, you know, it's something to use sparingly, not throughout the whole song or the whole set. You know, you just want to catch the odd word here and there rather than uh, every last word of the, the sentence or the phrase. Um, but that was my fault, and uh, I did tell him that you want to put it, bring it up in the mix, let it ring, um, but pull it down a little bit. So bring it up in the mix so you can hear it and then drop it back slightly because what you're trying to do is create an illusion uh, well for me anyway and that's playing with people's heads uh, with sound so you think you're hearing something but you're not or you're you know you think there's a gap in the music like you know they stop a song with a snare shot Gah! and there's this little trickle of things going on in the background and your head's getting stuck to it and you don't know what you what's going on and you think you're hearing things but you're not. Well, that's just psychoacoustics and how we have a little bit of fun. Anyway, I said I would play a couple of Julian Temple songs, so here's a double play. We're going to start off with Orient Express and then we're going to move over to No Evil, all that and more. Coming up just a little bit later on, uh, I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about the festival and uh, mixing left or right. I'm Tomawana, this is the Sounds of Southland, and this is Julian Temple Band with Orient Express. Picture, 
can hear this imagine people could hear you at radio southland making radio is easy and we'd love to have you give it a try if you're part of a group that needs to tell people about what you're doing if you have philosophies or a point of view that you'd like to share or you've just always wanted to share your favorite songs talk to us and soon you could be talking to our listeners give me a call i'm darren ludlow station manager at radio southland we're in the white pages google facebook and online at radiosouthland.org.nz find your voice with radio southland
Southlands 96.4 FM That was Julian Temple Band With the track No Evil How cool is his voice Very very cool That's how cool it is um, Also uh, That tighter Being in Vicargo With uh, Logan I'm looking forward to uh, Seeing what else We can make happen Using the Julian Temple Band In the future um, But yeah So uh, Burning Horse Was an absolutely Great event They got to burn the horse uh, The one that they built For last year So that's pretty impressive um, and yeah it was just a, a great weekend and then it all got to be topped off with uh, left or right so I took the patch home I tidied it up and then I went back Saturday night a uh, little man went up to the stage to do his thing and then I switched back to the patch that I had uh, and uh, the well you could say he, he was uh, a little bit impressed as were a lot of people they weren't expecting that type of sound um, but left or right I mean there's not much you can do except for just 
go for the ride and enjoy it. Uh, and that's exactly what I did. So I'm going to leave you with a little bit of left or right right now. Um, and I'm hoping that it's, well, we're going to play out the show with it anyway because we are almost out of time. Um, but yeah, it was a great weekend. Absolutely loved it. Uh, and I really appreciate the chances that I got to work with left or right. Um, and so we're going to leave you with uh, Snail right here on the Sounds of Southland Radio Southlands 96.4 FM. And as always, see you next week. See you next week. Proceeding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz. 